Welcome to the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr. And I am your co-host, Paula Chang. We're really excited that you joined us here for fresh new content each and every week where we get to share not only the stuff that we're learning, but we also get to help you learn new things. Each and every week we pick a book and we talk about some topics from that book and talk about how not only it's helped us enhance our lives, but how it could also help you enhance your life so that you get to be the person you're meant to be and reach your potential. We hope that you are able to receive not only what you wanted to get from this, but we also get to help somebody else's life change. So give this like, share, subscribe, share it out to your friends. Just help everybody know that they too can enhance their lives. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ruta D podcast. Today is going to be a little different. Um, it's not going to be a usual stuff, but we're still going to go into it. Don't get me wrong. We're still going to drop that heat. But today, um, as your co-host, I am not joined by our usual co-host, Carl Boyne Jr. I'm actually joined by somebody very special near and dear to me personally and to other people. And um, this individual is one that has shown resilience, strength, overcoming obstacles. This individual has done the impossible, started college at 16, graduated as a doctor at 22, did did her thing, did her thing. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co-host for the day, Dr. Danielle McDonald. Introduce yourself, yo. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? I don't know. Listen. You sound just like Carl. Mercy, it's not like, it's like he hasn't even done. Anyway, so if you've been following along with us, we have been covering The Wealthy Gardener um, by John Seforic. Seforic? John, shout out to John writing the book um basically the wealthy gardener is life lessons on prosperity between father and son and um if you listen to our last episode just to kind of give it a quick recap we talked about impact hours impact activities we talked about judgment day we talked about seeking prosperity and these four sub lessons to um the major lesson that we kind of went over um are so 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 very important simply because they give us a way to understand just like where we stand because i know for a lot of us men truth be told for a lot of us we, we grow up hearing that you should learn to make money but or you should make money rather but nobody ever teaches you how to responsibly do it or we are told that you know you need to go to college, get a job, do this, do that, go live the American dream, right? Go live the American dream, not knowing that the American dream is a trap. It's a trap meant to keep you working deep into your senior years so that you can retire, but you'll be retiring at like 70 or 80. And now are just in a cycle of getting up every morning and doing nothing fishing, golfing, not contributing anything else into the world. Not that golfing isn't hype. Trust me, golfing is hype and fishing, I, I got to try it one day. But I hear fishing is exciting once you catch the fish. I don't know what really else it involved. Anyway, this book, this book really has, you know, just in that first chapter and being able to use the data, right? It's, it's given us the opportunity just to understand, for better lack of words, the opportunity ahead of us. It's given us the base foundation to really figure out, okay, you know what? Impact activities. I need to do specific things that will lead me to where I want to be. Impact hours. I need to set up specific times to do those activities that will get me to where I want to go. Judgment day. There's going to 
going to come a day where we'll look back over our lives and we'll have to decide and, you know, basically take inventory whether or not we did every single thing we could do to get to where we wanted to be. Because honestly, and ultimately, like some people are born, you know, with their foot in the door. Some people are born, you know, out of the town. Some people are born in the house. But either way, we actually have the opportunity to advance ourselves from wherever we are. And a lot of that comes down to understanding how a lot of this thing, you know, is set up for us to win only if we actually go out and seek knowledge. So that's why we're here. That's why this book is so important to um, us. This is why we chose it because we said, you know, there's some nuggets in here that everybody needs to hear, y'all. Everybody needs to hear. And, you know, personally to me, I think a lot of this stuff is like, you know, what the 1% really shares with their own. But now that we get to have it among, among the rest of the 99%, now that we get to share this stuff with y'all, um, yo, it's super, super, super encouraging. Um, and I know our co-host of the day well, I guess it'd be a co-host of the episode. But nevertheless, our co-host of the episode so graciously decided to hop on, not knowing really what we're about to discuss, right? She doesn't really know what we're about to discuss. But I just wanted to kind of tease a little bit into the next chapter. And the next chapter, by the way, is titled Financial Dignity. So our brother John, um, shout out to my brother John, but our brother John, the author, titled Dignity as the quality of being worthy of honor or respect. So in there, he included a quote by Wendell Berry that said, a garden gives the body the dignity of working on its own support, in its own support. It is a way of rejoining the human race. A garden gives the body dignity of working in its own support. It is a way of rejoining the human race. So here's the thing. Anybody that slacks, anybody that gives half effort, they can perform enjoyable work, almost anything, but it really takes character to pay the daily price of steady work so that you can reap the abundant harvest. Let's start right there. It takes a lot of character to pay the price. Keep this. I was reading um, this book, How Successful People Think by uh, John Maxwell, and he was talking about people often fail or don't really succeed in a big, grand way because they lose sight of the big picture because a lot of people actually are not willing to pay the price for the daily grind. A lot of people actually get lost in the saw, right? They get lost in the every mugginess of every day. And because they're stuck in the grind, they cannot go through the grind. So this is where like any anybody, anybody, anybody can perform enjoyable work. Anybody good. Anybody can, you know, make a hit song relatively. Anybody can, you know, shoot a basketball. But the ones that really, the Steph Currys of the world, the LeBron Jameses of the world, they're the ones that while everybody's focused on the big moments, they're focused on the mistakes. They're focused on getting into the gym and shooting 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, free throws they're the ones that wake up at four in the morning every day knowing full well nobody's up and they really probably could still be superstars if they woke up at like eight but because they get into that mundane everyday grind and they learn to love it that's how they're set apart that's how they went right financial dignity and financial <laughs> dignity for me honestly we, we really going so if this this episode offends anybody but this episode feels like it's coming at you <laughs> if the shoe fits wear it but if this episode seems like it's talking about about something specific. I just want y'all to understand that I'm speaking about this from a perspective of I need to grow. I'm speaking about this from a, from a perspective of I want more. I want better. And you should too. You as a li listener should want better. You as a listener should want more. So let's start here. Financial dignity. Growing up, 
lot of us are conditioned to believe that we should essentially spend a lot of time working so that we can make just enough to pay our bills so that we can borrow money we don't have to spend it on things we cannot afford. And then you're like wasting time trying to find more money to pay back <laughs> the exactly. money you borrowed. And then you're just back in that cycle of borrowing more money to pay back the borrowed money. Exactly. Financial dignity starts... Now, notice what I said. Hear me now. Start with understanding that you have to be worth of the honor and respect. And you cannot get that honor or respect by doing the very same things you've been doing your whole life. You cannot get that honor or respect by financially hanging around the same thing you've been vowing to get away from your whole life. You cannot get that honor or respect by putting your money into the things that are taken away from your purpose, from your destiny, from your future, from your goal. And I'm talking to myself, right? I'm definitely talking to myself too. So those of y'all who are listening to, listening and thinking, oh, well, Paul's on his high horse. You know what? I'm talking to myself. I'm right there with y'all. But understand, step one is admitting you have a problem. So here I am laying bare with, with, with Danielle, my girlfriend, laying bare so she can attest to this, that the first step is just understanding where you are is to change in order to get to where you want to go. So peep this, peep this. Imagine for a second, and we're just going to really simplify this. So imagine for a second, you say you want to make $100 a day, but your ultimate goal is a million, right? You want to make a million. So you want to make $100 a day, and that's going to be your impact goals, right? And you're going to do something each day in your impact hours to set you up so that your ultimate success can be that one million, one and six zeros. In the process of doing so, you're surrounded by people who also have that goal, but for them, their goals are $10 a day. So they're doing $10 a day action, but their ultimate, you know, end point is a million dollars. For you, you want to do $100 a day action, and your end goal is a million dollars. Here's where financial dignity comes into play. For a lot of us, that $10 a day action people tend to be people that are really close to us. Those That $10 a day action folk are the ones that tell us, ooh, don't spend your money on that. Ooh, save here. Ooh, don't take that risk. Ooh, don't do this. Don't do that. Here's the thing. For me, I had to, I've had to, and I still am starting to learn to listen to the people that are where I want to. For, for Danielle, she's going, and you know what? Actually, you know what? I'm going to let you speak on, you know, what you're going to do. Let me not, let me not be that person. On this podcast, you're not my girlfriend. You're just my <laughs> But for, in our relationship, I've had to start listening to people who are where we want to be and are doing what we want to do. So now for us, for me, my actions are $100 a day actions, right? But the people we're looking at, they're moving in $10,000 a day action. And if their goals are million, they're going to get there a lot faster. My goal is 100. It's going to take me a little longer, a lot longer. We're going to get there eventually. But if I start diverting my, my dignity, if I start diverting the honor and respect I have for money to the people that are doing $10 a day action, I may never get to the goal. I may never get to the place I want to be. Mind you, all three people in this example have the exact same goal. The difference is because I'm in the middle, because the person's in the middle, they have to choose. Am I going to go listen to the person who's doing $10,000 a day action? Am I going to go and listen to the person that's where I want to be? Or am I going to go continue listening to the people that have worked with a cap, that have functioned with ceiling, and that ceiling is holding them back from reaching their goals? I said a low ceiling. Very low ceiling. A very low ceiling. Here's the thing, y'all. I don't know how else to say this, but there is no work without dignity. There is no way 
that you can hit those $10,000 a day actions while listening. And this is not to say disrespect the people that do $10 a day actions, but also understand that there will come a point in which either you start knowing better financially or you'll continue to listen to people who don't. At the end of the day, if you spend time around those who have lower goals than you, and your goals are going to just line up with their goals. But if you want higher goals, then it's better to spend time with people who have already achieved their goals so you can learn from the best, so you can achieve what you really want to. Plus that. I think that, not here on that, so I want you, I want you to say that again for the people so they can really understand that because that, that sounded a little muddled. But say, say that one more time for the people. Like, we really want to hear what you just said because that was important. I think they really need to hear that. You hear me now? Yeah. Okay. At the end of the day, if you spend time with people whose goals are lower than yours, then your, your goals are only going to match their goals and then you're not going to make it anywhere you want to make. But if you spend time with those who are as high as yours or even higher, then you will reach your goals plus some. Because if your goals aren't changing each day or improving each day, then you're not really progressing. You're just going to stay in the same place that you started at. That's a mic drop right there. Podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. If you start spending your time with people that, that aren't where you want to be, then just understand at the end of the day, you're going to be stuck there. If you spend time doing, I don't know how else to say this, but to just be upfront. But if you spend time doing, doing low impact activities, we're going to call them low dollar value skills. If you continue just focusing on the things that don't really challenge you, the things that don't really push you, the things that don't really take you, let's just say from point A to point C, right? You have to be willing to find a way to actually crush down and reduce the amount of time between where you are. And, you know, something I've come to learn, especially this summer, even when it comes to like making this podcast, I think at the beginning, we used to focus so much on having everything perfect, take out all the ums, make sure all the background noise is gone, make sure this and that, this and that. And we were actually taken away from the important thing, the content, right? We used to be worried that maybe the episodes are too long or maybe they're too short. Listen, we've stopped caring about that stuff. If it's long, turn it on on your way to work, turn it on on your way home. If it's long, turn it on on your way to class, turn it on on your way home. If it's too short, turn it on while you're warming up, go work out, something. We're still going to keep it this length. And the reason we're doing it is simply because we have what we have, we believe, and we know is important for you. And if it's going to take an hour, an hour and a half, well, tag on it, we're going to do an hour and a half. I mean, thank God I've never read like the negative comments on the podcast. I'm sure there's probably some out there. But look, if what we're doing is upsetting somebody, if what you're doing, mercy, okay, here we go now. If what you're doing is upsetting somebody, doing something you're doing something right. But not only that, you don't have time to focus on the people that are hating on you. Peep this, peep this. We only have a limited amount of energy each day, a limited amount of time. That's what I meant to say. And understand that you can spend that time advancing your goals or you can spend that time holding your goals back. And the people you surround yourself with, hear me now, the people you surround yourself with financially will reflect how you feel financially. And I say this knowing full well has been manifested in my own life. Carl and I, Danielle and I, we've had the blessing of being in a community of winners. Mm-hmm. We, we have the opportunity to be surrounded with people who say they can. And because we're surrounded by all that, most of the times we don't see problems as obstacles. We see problems as opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. And because we do that, understand that most of the time things have stopped being as trivial as they used to be. Hear me now. 
Hear me now. <laughs> I feel like really preaching, but hear me now. There's somebody out there that's listening to this and is actually struggling with the fact that they want to make big moves, but they feel like they're taking too big of a risk and they might disappoint their parents. There's somebody out there that's listening to this and they want to take a big move, but they feel like they're going to disappoint their significant other. There's somebody out there that wants to really do something huge, but they feel like they're going to disappoint themselves. I see. Y'all, listen to me. If Mark Zuckerberg had not dropped out of Harvard, hear me, if he had not dropped out of Harvard, a coveted, respected school that people will play paid blood and tears to go to. If he had not left that place, we would not have Facebook. Take the internet wouldn't be not be what it is today. True that. If Steve Jobs had not been fired by his board of directors the first time and been hired back into the very company he created with Steve Wozniak, most of us would still be using a razor. <laughs> most of us would still be using a Walkman. For those of y'all who don't even know what a Walkman is, that's a different time. <laughs> Listen to me, listen to me. If Bill Gates, if Bill Gates had not started Microsoft, who's to know what kind of a computing power we would have right now? If Barack Obama, yeah, I'm really going in now. If Barack Obama, if Barack had used the excuse of struggling to grow up in a multiracial home with, and then grow up with his grandparents and then grown up in wherever, and he had not had the courage to go to his school to take the long way through it, go to community college, then go to a full university, then go to law school, and then become a community organizer where he learned the skills he needed for when he ran for president and won, where would this world be today? Y'all, understand, the only way these people succeeded was by taking risks. Now, I'll give you the cliche stuff. Oprah, 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 Oprah did not become successful until late 20s, early 30s. Oprah. She had to fail a few times to get there. Peep this. Y'all know Gerard Butler, right? Oh boy from uh, Mercy. Somebody's going to kill me. I was just really about to say Olympus has fallen. He's in there too. But Gladiator. Oh boy from Gladiator. Did y'all know that he was actually a practicing attorney before he became an actor? But check this out. He sucked at it. But he tried. And then he said, this ain't working. I'm about to take a risk. I'm just about to go to the United States because he's not American. I'm about to go to the United States and pursue acting. We would not have Gladiator. Y'all know that soundtrack? We would not have Gladiator if you had not taken a risk. The only way for you to win in life, the only way for you to win financially, the only way for you to win personally is you have to be willing to take that risk. You have to be willing to start moving in a way that you're not used to. And, and, and listen to me, listen to me. I'm going to let you speak on this. But listen to me, y'all. If you allow yourself to use the fear of disappointing your parents, use the fear of disappointing your significant other, use the fear of disappointing yourself, your friends, people on the internet who have something bad to say, but you'll never see them in person. If you use that as a crutch, as an excuse not to do what you actually want, you're not going to win. And when you don't win, you get left behind. This ain't, ain't no participation trophies in life. <laughs> if you let yourself, look, financial dignity, the quality of being worthy, worthy. And you're like, how will you know if you're worthy if you don't even give yourself a shot? Boom. You know, the people that try and drag you down are the people that are ne never, 
notice that people that do better than you are never the ones who are dragging you down. Mm-hmm. People that are doing better than you are never the ones who are putting limitations on you. Mm-hmm. What, um, what Pastor Mike thought, he said the people, oh, be careful of people who tell you what you can't do because it's what they believe about themselves. Half the time when people place limitations on you is because they haven't done it yet and they don't plan on doing it. They've already told themselves they can't. So because they can't, they say you can't. Thing is, what they can't do has nothing to do with you. You're not them. You're an individual. I can't place, I can't base my limitations on what my ancestors didn't do. This is a different time. And I got a better mindset. I can't believe I'm about to do this, but I'm about to quote <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just quoted the pastor. So right up there, Pastor. <laughs> Shout out to Meg Twan. But um I was watching this video today and Meg you know, she's talking about it's going to be a hot girl semester, a hot girl fall. And, oh, no. <laughs> and, and they, they asked her, you know, important question. What's the number one thing that's really going to be win? How have you won? And she, you know, she said something that really stuck to me all day. I've been thinking about it. She said, at the end of the day, the only person you have anything to prove to and to, to really show out to is you. So at the end of the day, the only person that has a say in what you do is who? You people be worthy of honor and respect be worthy of financial honor and respect Mm. this doesn't mean that your goal has to be a million bucks no but this does mean that we all have to start doing things that build the world we know we want things are definitely tougher for us our generation than they were for the generation before folks used to work a summer job and pay right but look man all I'm saying is the day a credit becomes $1,000 for one credit and they tell you you need how many of them joints? A hundred and something to graduate in the typical four-year university? Get out of here. Son, it's different now. So you need to start putting yourself in a financial place to win. If you feel like, look, and, 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 and hear me, hear me. Money is what? A tool. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. But it also is the thing that separates you from the freedom that you want. Understand that. So the more that you have, the more freedom you have. Because now you get to dictate what you get to do. But in order to do that, understand, you take advice from the wrong people. You go start taking advice in the wrong direction. You go start taking else. The worst thing in the world, y'all, the worst thing in the world, besides being a University of Michigan Wolverine fan, the worst thing in the world is doing all the right things in the wrong direction. I see. That has to suck. Absolutely. Think about this. That has to suck. Doing all the right things in the wrong direction. You are moving thinking you're making progress, impact. You are really getting after. You wake up every day and you do the right things. And then 10 years from now, you look back and say, damn. (laughs) Look back and you just say, wow. I am not where I wanted to be. But you just spent the last 10 years doing stuff. Hear me out. We're really going to go into this on this next episode. But hear me out. Let me, let me, let me close it. Let me close it with this. <laughs> First step, you're figuring out how you need to get worthy. Right? Dano said it, man. There comes a point where sometimes a lot of us can't even like deal with our own failure. And we just end up back in the very place we're running from. 
So you got to start with understanding what do you need to be worthy of? Who are you trying to prove a point to? Why are you trying to do it? Are you just trying to grow the bank account or are you trying to increase your freedom capability? Money is just a tool. Work is a friend, not a lover. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave that there. Do you have anything else you want to add on to this? I would just say, like, when it comes to money or to wealth, you have to know what your why is. You know, like, what what is your why? Why do you feel like money is a priority for you? Or what is it going to bring you? going to bring you freedom? Are you going to be able to travel whenever you want? Are you going to be able to spend more time with your kids? One day. <laughs> you know, like, are you going to be able to work out whenever you want? You know, those, those things. You have to figure out what your why is. Once you figure out your why, nothing's going to stop you from getting to where you want to get to. If you don't know your why, you're going to be taking steps and you're going to be stuck in the place because you don't know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Somebody give this girl her own podcast. What <laughs> did you just drop? Yo, I'm sorry for all the bass that just hit your, your car. <laughs> but listen, that's my girlfriend who just said all that stuff. Yeah. I got it going on. I hope you guys uh, continue to have a wonderful week. We'll see you guys on the next episode. But also remember that first you must know yourself. And you can know who you're really meant to be. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next time. We hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Rudy Podcast. We're so happy that you decided to join us this week. As we go forward, we just ask that you continue to share your thoughts with us, messages on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you can find us on our social platforms. If you have any questions, also feel free to ask them there as well. As we go into this next week, I hope that you guys are able to just take the lessons that we've shared today, the experiences that we've shared today, and apply them to your own life so that you too can be able to enhance your own personal experience. Don't forget to be the most vulnerable version of you and just remember that you do matter and you have a story to share as well. We'll see you guys next time.